Welcome, welcome back to Authentic Beauty. This is Danielle. And today I'm going to be talking about God's covering. When something is covered in a natural sense, it's protected. If you think about a tablecloth or a bed sheet, what we do is we put something on top of the thing that we deem to be valuable so that dirt, dust, debris, crumbs, and anything else can't touch it. We want to make it, we put that layer of protection over it so that it is not penetrated by the things that we that would otherwise damage it. And so... When we think about God's covering, he protects us in that way because we are deemed to be valuable. The Bible says that we are the apple of his eye and his most prized possession. And so since we are valuable, we need to be covered. We need to be protected. And God does that for us each and every day. But the thing is about God's covering is that while he loves us and so therefore you know, his protection is made available to us, we will not fully realize and experience the, tr- the true extent of his covering unless we are in his will. In order for us to be covered by God, we have to be in his will. That is the confines of his covering is within his will. Um, if you look in the Bible, in Job... Satan refers to God's covering specifically as a hedge. And he said that he would not be able to touch Job because God, you know, recommended that Satan go after Job because Job was faithful. Job was after his heart. Job was serving God and living for God. And Satan says, well, you know that I can't touch him because of the hedge that you have around him. And that hedge really speaks to the covering of God. A hedge. A hedge is a term that that's used because a hedge if you if you know what a hedge is it's it wasn't just a deterrent that kept predators away from sheep and and livestock you know it wasn't just the, like a fence or a wall or some kind of barrier that was used to keep you know the the wolves and the sheep and the bear, the bears away from the sheep but it also served as a mechanism as a device to keep the sheep in to keep them inside protection, inside protected walls, because if they were to somehow bite through, because the hedge had all kinds of things that kept the sheep from like biting through, it kept them away from the from the boundaries that the hedge provided, because it didn't want to just keep the 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 attackers and the predators out, but it was serving as a dual purpose to keep the sheep within safety. And so if the sheep, for whatever reason, got curious and wanted to go near the hedge and somehow, you know, wiggled its way through it, 
then it would be in harm's way. And we do the same thing as God's children. He wants to keep us in boundaries, in the confines of his protection, in his will, where we are safe, where we are protected, where we have angels surrounding us, where his spirit is surrounding us. But when we decide to go left and we decide to go out of his will, when we decide to remove ourselves from his covering because it's us who separates ourselves from God. God does not separate himself from us. But when we decide to go our own way and go our own path and we want to explore and we want to be in the world because we think and and it's immaturity and we've all have thought this way at some point in our walk with God, but it's immaturity to think that God's boundaries is taking you is keeping you from something versus looking at it having the perspective of okay he's keeping me from something because he loves me and he wants to protect me and it takes a minute after failing a few times trying things on your own before we really begin to understand and realize how God's protection and covering works but and that was the same lie the same deception that was used on Adam and Eve in the garden He tricked Eve. He deceived Eve into thinking that God was keeping them from something by not allowing them to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil when actually he was protecting their eyes. He was protecting them from something that they did not need to be exposed to. See, covering keeps something from being exposed. It keeps the valuable thing from being exposed. It's a covering. It it hides that thing. It shields it. And so when you decide that you want to be removed from the shield, you are now exposed to danger. You're now exposed to harm. You are now exposed to things that you were not supposed to be privy to. And so we have to understand this and get this because this is what keeps us in his will. This is what keeps us from danger. This is what keeps us from unnecessary storms and trials and tribulations that may come because we don't believe God. We don't trust him. We think that he's hiding something from us. We think that he's keeping something from us, but actually he is, but he's keeping you from danger. He's keeping you from things that he knows that you can't handle yet. Like even if he says, a not yet, that is protection. You better honor that, respect it, and submit to it. If you were to get that thing that you want so badly that you've been praying for right now, God knows that you couldn't handle it and you wouldn't be able to sustain it. And in some cases, it might kill you to have something before it's ready. An example that I often hear in this same, talking about this same thing is giving a child a key keys to like a Ferrari or to a car. You would not give a a five-year-old keys to a car to drive without supervision because you know that he cannot handle that thing. You know that he's not ready for it. You know that he's not mature enough for that yet. He hasn't had the developmental capabilities to even reach the pedals. He doesn't have the motor skills to be able to drive that car, no pun intended, right? So God sees us the same way. He knows when we're ready for things and when we're not ready for things. And if a five-year-old, your five-year-old begs you for a car, so you decide, okay, let me get him one of those little toy cars that they have with the little feet out on the outside and they have to like walk to make it 
to make it work, right? And he goes, no, this ain't, this is not enough. I want like, I want what you got. And you're going to say no and not think twice of it because you know that you're protecting him from danger. You know that he's not ready for it. And God is the same way. So we have to trust him when he gives us a not yet because he knows that we might kill ourselves if we get behind the wheel. So it's having perspective, even on God's covering and his protection and understanding that he's doing it out of love, not out of spite or anything like that. That's not even his character. And so some of the things that we struggle with as Christians is just due to a lack of information and a lack of understanding of God's heart and God's character. And so we really need to press into prayer and reading our Bible and worship and praise and we, so that we can start to get to know God and know him as a person and know how he acts and the way he responds and how he talks to us and things like that so that we know that if you get a thought that is contrary to God's heart and God's character, you will know immediately that it is not of God, it did not come from God, that it is a demonic thought, that it is produced by the prince of the power of air. And so you would know immediately to cast that thing down before it begins to take root and fester and grow in your mind. And then you begin to act as a result of the thoughts that weren't even yours to begin with. And so we have to, you know, be diligent in our word, reading our word, understanding God's character in his heart so that we know how he moves in the things that sometimes are unpleasant for us. And sometimes he has to let you in some dangerous situations so that you will begin to understand and trust him so that you will know that he is protecting you and he is keeping watch over you. And, you know, we have all been in situations where we have been desperate for God's covering, right? When we're in those dangerous situations, when we're in them, but it's like we have a different perspective when we're not yet in the situation. God's trying to keep you from it, but you decide that you want to keep going there anyway. You want to play with fire and you get burned. And then we ask God to protect us. And sometimes we keep doing it over and over again until we finally learn. It took me a few good times to get my hand slapped by getting too close to fire before I was like, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. Because clearly you know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes it takes that. And it takes um, different things for different people. But we have to stay within the hedge. It's important to stay within the hedge. We don't want to go outside of the hedge. We don't want to go outside of his will. Because that's where the danger is. God always will have us protected and covered within his will. So that even when we know that some things may come against us, we can confidently say no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me is going to be condemned. Like we can say those things with bold with boldness and confidence because we know that we are in his will. When you're not in his will and you begin to experience some danger, sometimes there's a little bit of doubt because you know you're not supposed to be there. You know you wasn't supposed to do that. You know that, you know, we can't expect God to always remove consequences for our actions. Sometimes we have to face the music. Sometimes God will, you know, cover you, cover your sins, cover 
still cover you even when you do step out just out of his love and out of his mercy and out of his grace. But that is not something that you should depend on. You should not, not saying you shouldn't depend on his love, grace, and mercy, but you shouldn't depend on him to constantly cover you when you're being disobedient. It's more, it's a promise for those who are submitted to him and submitted to his will. But when you begin to dishonor his grace and his love and you try to take advantage of it, you know, that's, that's when it gets really dangerous. And so it's in his will where we really begin to access the full benefits of his covering. And it's vital that we are in the proper position to be covered. Can you imagine if you are trying to put a tablecloth on a table because you're about to have, you know, some people over, you're going to entertain and you're trying to put that tablecloth on on that table and the table just moves when you're trying to cover it. And you try, okay, let me take two steps to the right. Let me try this again. You try to, you know, you fan it out so you can put the cover on top of it, the tablecloth on top of it, and it moves again. So how difficult is it for God? How difficult do we make it sometimes to be covered when we're moving around, when we're not submitted, when we're not planted where we're supposed to be, when we're not in the proper position? We all know how difficult it can be to put one of those fitted sheets on top of the mattress. Sometimes you need two people. You know, you're trying to get one corner in, tucked in nicely, but then you realize you put it too far in because then when you go to the other side of the corner, you know, that side that you put in the first, the the side that you put in on the first place, it ends up popping back out. So then it's like you got to figure out, okay, how am I going to get all these four corners in this fitted sheet how am I get this mattress to be fitted inside this sheet and so we have to make it easy to be covered by being submitted by being in his will by being within the hedge and we run the risk of separating ourselves from the hedge when we are in continued disobedience and sin There's a chapter, a verse in the Bible that says that, um, let me find it real quick because I want to make sure I say it right. Okay, here it is. It says, he that diggeth a pit shall fall into it, and whoso breaketh a hedge, a serpent shall bite him. That's Ecclesiastes 10.8. So it says here, basically, that if you break the hedge, a serpent will bite you because they are surrounded. They are waiting on the other side of that hedge, waiting for you. They're, you know, they're calling out from the other side of the hedge, speaking to you, hissing out, trying to get you to sin, trying to get you to break the hedge, trying to convince you that it's better on the outside. You, if you listen to the enemy and you begin to work your way through that hedge by breaking it by 
um, <clears throat> not listening to God, by not following the voice of God, and you choose, okay, I'm going to go out to the other side, and you continue to beat that thing, beat that thing, beat that thing until there's a hole in it, and then you decide, okay, I'm stepping out. That serpent's going to bite you. It's going to turn around and deceive you. And how many times have you been in a situation where you're tempted by something or by someone or there's the temptation is like really thick for something that you know you shouldn't do but you just hear the enemy in your ear telling you all the reasons why you should do it and why you deserve it and you know you had a long day you should just do it I mean what's the big deal God's gonna forgive you just go ahead and repent afterwards like don't worry about it blah 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 and he's feeding all of these lies into your ear let's say you submit to that voice and you succumb under the pressure of temptation you do it feels great for all of one second then reality hits and that same demon that was in your ear telling you all of these things trying to make it seem like he was on your side like he was rooting for you because you should do this because you deserve it because all of these other things and how you can get right with God afterwards that same demon will begin to condemn you immediately immediately after saying oh see you shouldn't have done that it was wrong now look at you 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 look stupid, you look foolish, you're nasty, you're dirty, God's so ashamed of you, it will begin to condemn you right then and there because the Bible says that the enemy is is the accuser of the brethren. And so I'm sure we've all been there, been fooled, been bamboozled by the enemy, right? And so while they try to convince you to break the hedge, it wants to bite you as soon as you break that hedge. So I'm telling you right now that you better stay within God's boundaries. It is not It is not safe out there. It is not for you out there. We were not even meant to really deal with the type of pressures and the type of situations that we put ourselves in. So don't add unnecessary storm don't add unnecessary turmoil to your life we really don't have to deal with a lot of the things that come in our lives but because we break the hedge because we step outside of the will of God we we have to experience these things and if you you know slip up one time here and there you know you're not going to break the hedge so don't live in fear about breaking the hedge and about being outside of the will of God, but through continued disobedience, through continu- dis- continued sin, that's when we get, begin to step outside, really step outside of the will of God and where we are placing ourselves into danger. And we run the risk if we keep going past that to a reprobate mind where God's not even chasing us really anymore. He just lets you go and love your sin because basically we could turn into a lost cause and that is the most dangerous place to be because you are fully out there fully exposed like the enemy can have like a complete field day with you like it is nothing and so that is definitely not a place that we want to be we want to make sure that we are being 
under God's covering, we allow him to protect us and and allow him to keep us in the shadows of his wings. If you haven't already, I really, really encourage you to really study Psalm 91. It really speaks to God's covering and his protection and how he watches over us and how he just is there for us and how different things can't come near us when we're really under his covering and under his will. But it is a promise to those who are submitted to him, who are his children. It's not for every single person. Out of love, God can protect anybody. He will, and he does day in and day out. But if you want to experience the full measure, the full benefits where you can claim these promises that are found in scripture, you have to be submitted and committed to them. If you read the promises that a lot of us quote in the Bible, you'll notice that there are conditions to it. You have to fulfill the conditions to really receive the full benefits of of Jesus Christ. It just goes with the game. It goes with it. He can't protect like he can't continuously protect you when you are putting yourself in danger at some point you have to learn right like if even for um parents sometimes sometimes they allow their children to to just experience what it is that they want so badly to do like there's some children who just constantly sneak out sometimes the parent will just say, you know what, or not sneak out. Let's say they want to go out with their friends at night and their parents are saying, no, you need to stay in the house because they're trying to keep them within the confines of protection. They're trying to keep them within the hedge, right? Their house, their home is a representation of a hedge. But when that child decides to sneak out and disobey the the parents, sometimes they can be exposed to danger that they did not know was previously there. So it's not until that child sneaks out and learns, okay, this is why my parents told me to stay in the house at night. Okay, I see. I was in danger. I almost lost my life. I almost, you know, got kidnapped, raped, whatever. They They see that. And then they begin to trust the parents. But I'm telling you, you do not have to learn the hard way. A lot of us have already experienced that. So if you're hearing this and you know that God has been telling you to stay away from something, someone, or he's calling you closer to him, just submit and heed to his voice because he loves you and he's trying to keep you from something. Okay? And also... I'm going to close after this, but I just want to mention that this is also the, this also goes along with being single. When we're hidden, we're being covered, we're being protected by God. He is, because we are valuable, he does not want everybody to see us. He does not want us to be exposed because he's working on some things. You know, as we were vulnerable with him and we're submitted to him and we begin to strip the things that was holding us back, you know, now and we become naked before God. And so therefore he's covering us because if people were to see your vulnerability before it's time, then it becomes like 
exposure becomes like indecent exposure it's not time for you to see that and a lot of times we do that in relationships sometimes we just want to bear it all out we just want to be so vulnerable and transparent on the first date and it's like while we should be open with one another and be honest about what it is that you know we're looking for and different things like that and things that we've been through it's like it's too soon for all that and so God, even in your single season, when he's hiding you and people don't see you anymore and you're not getting the cat calls and people are not calling you, your phone is dry as the Sahara Desert and this, that and the other. Think of it. Change your perspective from nobody sees me to God is covering me because I'm valuable and not everybody gets to look at this. Not everybody gets to see me because I'm special. And it only takes somebody, a special person to be able to see because God has to give them the eyes to see me. And for God to do that, like he must really love you because he does not want everybody to see the goodness of who you are. Because if if that were the case, you might it, it might do a couple of things. One, it might um, allow the woman to become prideful because so many people see her. And two. Too many people would want to be a part of your life because they know that you're a good thing. You're a good woman. They know that you're a wife. And in order to like keep it pure and not cloud our judgment by having too many options, because sometimes having too many options is stressful. Have you ever turned on Netflix and got overwhelmed? I know I do on a regular basis. Sometimes I don't even go on there unless I know specifically what I want to watch. I don't go over there when I'm not sure what I want to see because there's too much. It's, It's overwhelming. And so it's the same thing, like, unless God has specifically given that person to you or has made that person available to see you and you to see them, then it becomes the clarity helps to confirm that this is God. Because if you're confused, confusion is not of God, right? So it helps to build the clarity and the confirmation And it helps us to see what God's will is. So be covered, be hidden, be protected. God loves you. God says you are valuable. And he does not want anything to come near his daughter. We are to be protected at all costs. So act like it. It's it's a beautiful thing, and it's a thing of love. And the sooner we change our perspective, the sooner we get to see the full benefits and the full measure of his love and his protection and his covering. That's all I have for you today. I really hope that this message blessed you, and I'll see you in the next one.